We are Milwaukee. This is the place we love. I'm Carol Meekins. And I'm Steve Shamraz. It's our job to bring you local news. Even when that news is not good. And while there are issues we all need to face. We don't have to face them alone. We know there are problems to solve. But we'll solve them as a community. Because we are Milwaukee. Where we fight the good fight. And where we don't shy away from the truth. Today's TMJ4. Hey, how are Long you? Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing, John? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing absolutely fantastic. Hey, everybody. This is your host, Angel Vondrina. And my name is John Mosby. And you are listening to Confession listen- Session. Confession Session. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first I want to apologize. Huh? Okay. No, I was going to say it's been forever, but yeah, get into that. Get into that. I mean, to cut you off. Yes, yes. Y'all, I want to just apologize for last week. It was a crazy week, absolutely psycho week. But you know what? We back on the scene. You know what I'm saying? We doing it, and we're here, you know, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was crazy. It was a crazy last week. But we we here now. But it, it right. has been a long time, like Jen said. It's been, like, five years. Jen, why do you think it's been, like, five years? I'm going to explain my end. I'm going to let you go ahead and explain on your end. But for me, I say why we haven't done the show in five years is, for one, it was because I moved to North Carolina. For two, I don't think I was yeah. Yeah. as focused. Um, you know, my life was everywhere but where it needed to be. I wasn't. You know, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be, you know, focusing on school and, you know, doing a podcast and blogging. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was just mm-hmm. focused on the president, going to work, and being young and stupid. And, yes, you know, yes, I know how it is. Know. How about for you? Exactly, you exactly. Um, For me, I think it's been five years. Just, I don't know, because, like you said, pretty much life gets in the way. You know, as yeah. far as me, you know, having a baby, getting married, going to school, getting an education, you know, it's just a lot, a lot that was going on. So um, I feel like that's why it's been five years as far as why we haven't done the show um, Mm -hmm. last. But, you know, why don't you explain to these people what is Confession Session for those who aren't, you know, familiar with our show? Okay, well, I'm explaining, like, you know, what it was back then and what it is now. Before, Mm -hmm. we just wanted, like, a podcast of basically everyone calling in and confessing, like, their deep, dark secrets. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it was some crazy really ones, too. With, like, expressing <laughs> to other people, you can express that to us. Um, but now I, I think, for one, it was just like I don't think we had an audience that was big enough to where people want to call in and just share personal shit, for one. Mm-hmm. And then for two, yeah. I mean, it, it got kind of whack after a while. It was more, like, based on just, like, sexuality and, like, all this other, like, you know, young, immature you know, situations. Absolutely. Like now now what I'm looking for with the show, what we're looking for is a dialogue. We want an open conversation with you all. We mm-hmm. want to talk about current events and news and politics and music and, you know. Yes, celebrities and everything. I, I want it to be like a big-ass, like, you know what I'm saying, like discussion, like a big-ass, like, party. You know, you just sit in a room with a bunch of your friends. You just talk about life. You know, Absolutely. I want all to be our friends. And, you know, because we can still have fun. We both do the same thing. But, you know, a lot more people are going to be listening in. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much. Lot. Exactly. Just straight like that shit. Um, <laughs> so, for real. But just like Jen said, I mean, a lot has changed. We were doing different type of letters. And once again, with the letter job, don't be afraid to write us. You know, we do anonymous confessions. You know, confessions. To us at gmail.com. Don't be afraid right. to write us and send us send in your confessions, y'all. But anyways, you know it, it was it was a lie, and we're back on the scene, crispy and clean, and we just trying to get it popping now. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's why. All in all, it's been five years. We were young, mature. Now we're getting it done. So right, right. <laughs> but also, um, I want us to also get into our question of the day. Every week we're gonna have yes. You know, something that we want to, for you all to address, something to speak on. We're just going to have daily conversations, yes. weekly topics, you know. And what is our question? So, yes, our questions of the day is, number one, we have two this week. Why isn't everyone successful? What happened to dreams? Why isn't everyone successful? What happened to dreams? And number two, our second question of the day, which I want everybody to keep in mind, 
is how do you know when your relationship is ending or how do you know when your relationship is at an end? Keep that in mind because we're going to be taking questions in about 20 minutes in the middle of the show, and we want to hear from you all. So. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so let's get, let's get into those. Yes, let's get into those hot <laughs> topics. What do you want to talk about first? I mean, there was so many topics going on with these celebrities right now. Oh, my goodness. You know, there's just so much shit going on this week. First off, I want to talk about the BET Awards. It was just yes. psycho. You know, the BET Awards have always been, you know, my favorite award show. But in the past, they've been a little bit lacking. But I would say no, yes, that they, have. They, they brought it. Like, they brought it. It was just something in the air. It was, like, very, you know, powerful, like, very black pride and Afrocentric. Yes. And, you know, it was it was hosted by Tracy Ellis Ross, Anthony Anderson of ABC mm-hmm. Black is so that sets the tone for you all because you know what they represent and what the show is about. And then you yes. know, they just wasn't playing no games from from A to Z. Like seriously, Beyonce started off the show, fucking Beyonce killed it. I'm just she saying though, freedom okay, with now. Lamar, which is like one yes. of my favorite songs on the album because you know my past life off black activists. You know what I'm saying? They were doing choreography. Yes, but Jen, how didn't she get wet at all throughout the performance? I'm just kind of confused by. That. I mean, you know, I love Beyonce. That she wet. I'm sure she got how wet. are you dry in the whole damn performance? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, bitch, what the fuck? No. My my thing, my concern was I was thinking about the audience. I'm like, damn, motherfuckers in there like fucking soundboards and you know Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. YSL. Coming in looking right. But you know Beyonce probably wasn't giving a fuck. She said, all y'all bitches getting wet today. All y'all bitches getting wet today. And then also, I mean, there was a couple of good performances. Designer did really well. He went kind of psycho. Oh, yeah. But I loved it. Like, but I loved, but yeah. I loved it, too. He went out in the audience. I just thought the memes that they made about him was absolutely hilarious, especially the one <laughs> that be off. The one that with his arms in the air looking crazy. I was like, oh, my goodness. That is fun. And then there was another one. I think the – I think the song was on um uh purple what was it purple rain or purple uh, no not purple rain excuse me <laughs> but it was Whoa. on um one a movie a, a particular movie and his ass was running it's on Facebook obviously but yeah he was running through the house and just acting crazy and stuff and I was just like they they play too much they got a lot of memes <laughs> for this one and it it's hilarious I like that though but he did an a- yeah. absolutely fantastic job I definitely love his energy yeah Bryson Tiller everybody did good like Bryson Tiller was like a new artist he deserves like every award he got you know I was like blast his music all this summer um Jesse Williams Easter. oh my goodness you know, the Prince tribute was fucking crazy Yes, um, everybody yes, did good awesome. as far as that. You know, Jennifer Hudson, her yelling ass. You know, I'm not, you know, <laughs> the biggest fan. <laughs> I mean, you know. She, she is yelling. Bitch, you, I, said, I was like, I know that bitch going to come and yell. She walked out straight in that hoodie. Straight to yell. <laughs> uh, do you hear me? <laughs> yes. But to I'm me, I feel I was like, like oh, okay. You said what? <laughs> I said, I seen it. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, to me, the biggest was, you know, Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy. He also was, like, the African-American um, history major, uh, very much a pro-black activist. Um, I did not know how much he was involved in the community, you know, because I feel like a lot of times with Hollywood yeah. celebrities, they get jaded. But clearly, you know, he said some powerful things, so I got a couple quotes that I just want to read to you all so you can, like, better talk in and feel it. Yeah. A couple of his quotes was, there has been no war that we have not fought and died on the front lines of. There has been no job hey, we now. haven't done. There is no tax that haven't levied against us, and we paid all of them. For freedom is somehow always conditional here. Now, freedom is always coming in the hereafter, but you know what? The hereafter is a hustle. We want it now. Yeah. And let's get yeah. a couple things straight. Just a little side note. The burden of the brutalized is not to comfort the bystanders. That's not our job. All right, stop with all that. If you have a critique for the resistance, for our resistance, then you better have an established record of critique of our oppression. If you have no interest, if you have no interest in equal rights for black people, then do not make suggestions to those who do. Sit down. Yes, yes, sit your ass down. I was just like, <laughs> okay. Even Samuel Jackson applauded Williams. He actually said no. that it felt like he was hearing from a 1960 activist. 
I was yeah. like, yes. I just felt like, mm-hmm. It was just crazy. knowledgeable. Okay, and it, it was just crazy, like how he went up there, and then it was just like how his like facial expression changed. He was like, "Okay, yeah, y'all can focus on my good looks, but we here for a bigger person." Like that nigga went up there and like, exactly. like, and then you know, I had to watch nasty. it. I had to watch it a couple times because you know it just it just felt so good to see a black man show that much pride in his people. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And when he left oh, with yeah. the fist up, I don't know if y'all caught that at the end when he was walking out with the fucking fist. I like to die, Mike, for real. Yeah. He's a I wanted to walk around my job. job this whole week with my fist up in the air, like, behind all the white people. Panthers, no. That's hilarious. Okay, the next subject, yeah. Ronnie Rose. Yeah. Are you all familiar with who Ronnie Rose is? Do you know who Ronnie Rose is, Andrew? Come on now. You know Ronnie Rose is trying to fuck around with my man. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. Aisha. Curry's man, but I'm just saying though, absolutely, absolutely right, know who she is. I'm just yeah. saying, I know who don't. That come on now, go ahead with that story. Let them know what's popping with Ronnie Rose. Okay. <laughs> for those of you who do not know who Ronnie Rose is, she was um, infamous for I mean that guy um, posted around the internet of her basically like putting her finger in her mouth, like trying to sexually seduce. Um, what was they doing in that photo? I'm just trying to figure out why my, I mean, Aisha man was looking at him like that. I was just like, Stephen. Huh? I don't think he was. I think he was looking to the audience. I think he was trying to catch his See, attention, but I don't think. Yeah. I was wondering about that. I was wondering well, about anyways, that. Well, anyway, the bitch is never being, know. the bitch is tied to a prostitution ring. Like, get into this. Yeah. According to Larry Brown Sports, social media model, Ronnie Rose sponsored stories that have linked her to an alleged prostitution ring and told Larry Brown Sports that she has no association with Mad Girls Fitness. Last week, mm. Oh, shit. Oh. Where did it go? <laughs> oh. Ah. Who was Salazar, who was uh, okay. pretty much we arrested? Last week, a man was arrested for running a company called Mad Girls Fitness, which police said dealt with at the prostitution ring. The man behind the company allegedly recruited women for modeling and supposed fitness opportunities but then told the women they had to have sex before getting a chance at modeling. Rose, who achieved internet fame after going viral during the NBA Finals, was caught up in the scandal after some websites noticed her photo on the Macro Fitness website. She did a response on Instagram basically saying, come on, media, it's going to take a lot more to break me. Can't be the best y'all can come up with. If we are going to entertain the minds of gullible people, give them a better story, this was pretty much predictable. But while I'm still a hot topic, i got to get Dance workshops and b-ball tournament fans, come on out. What do you think about that? Come on out, what, bitch? Come on out, what? <laughs> you know good and damn well that you are in that prostitution ring. From what I heard, she was pretty much one of the. She was running the shit. You know what I'm saying? So she was a madam. Like detective. Pretty much a madam, a hoe. Like she played too much. Don't. And then she Mother she knew. Hope. She even stated that she knew right. She knew that the, uh, that her photos and everything was being advertised on the website, but still some some no, I was not aware of the posting. And as far as consent goes, I was paid for the photo shoot by the photo, you know, grapher. Like, bitch, you know what was going on. You know you was on the website. You gave consent to show your, your flat, half-ass booty all on the right. air. Like, come on, stop being, stop playing. Okay, we know that you're involved in this. And now I'm getting real mad because now you, you get my man, I mean, Aisha man involved in this, and you upsetting me right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, she better go on somewhere. Nah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think she she said she had no uh, association with Mad Girls Fitness. I believe that she was the association of Mad Girls Fitness. So, with that being said, you know where I stand. And I really just don't like her because she's trying to be all over Stephen Curry like that. So, you know, I'm biased. <laughs> Right now, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I do think that she is trying to make it not as a big of a deal as it is. I definitely feel like she was one of the models, you know, because for one, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, someone had pointed out to me, how the fuck is this bitch getting floor seats? Like, where's her man? What? Like, you know what I'm saying? Hello? Then, I mean, Hello? it's not like, it, it's not like you gotta, I'm not saying you have to have somebody that of influence to do power things, but it's like, bitch, you clearly are not. 
make your power moves if you post in pictures half naked on Instagram. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I've never heard of you know what I'm saying I've never heard of this woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Me neither. And then also, you know, it was just like she had the uh, photos of like a boatload of money. You know, it was she taking trips to here and there and to Dubai, which is a sign of escorting. If you always catch a bitch in a hotel room, which I'm going to get into that too, because I was like big on this. Um, I had read like this blog post of like, it was called like Socialites Exposed. And it basically was all these um, people that are like famous on Instagram that look like they live these lavish lives, but you don't know what the fuck they do. And someone was out like pretty much telling all the tea. And what Ooh. they said was if you don't know what somebody is doing, but they have you know, these nice clothes and these nice things, and nobody's that fucking private. If you could share what you got on and what you're wearing and how much money you got in the bank, then you'll be sharing your career, too. And if a bitch don't have a career like that, it's because she's fucking somebody like that, too. Hey! Or she's I not no for real. Or she's doing something that's not, you know what I'm saying? Or she's doing something that's not legit. You know what I'm saying? At, at the end of the hey. day, it's like, point blank, period. Ronnie Rose is not who she says she is or she thinks she is. Moving on. A whole lot of bitches in the industry, not what they is. And say they, I mean, she was some bitch that popped up out the blue. You know what I'm saying? She popped yeah. up. She random. You know, she got her little 15 minutes of fame. Once we end this episode, us, confession session, niggas, the bitch is not going to be uh, relevant. So, nah, but seriously, but seriously, like, you know, it's like, okay, you doing what you do. You got a provocative photo on the Internet several provocative photos on the internet. You doing your thing, you know what I'm saying? Good for you. Clap, clap, you know what I'm saying? Okay, now you're 15, fame, minutes of fame is up. You know, it's right. on something else. There's a lot of people in the industry that's like that, especially females. I mean, I can name a whole bunch. Look at Amber Rose getting her own show. What the hell are you even talking about? You know what I'm saying? And and then, and to me, the cycle about that is like, she has like all these promos, and it's still you still don't know what the hell is going on. Like, is this the late show? Is this the reality show? Like, is she just right. standing there? I know. There? We was like, what was we'll she talking about? Like, we're like, what is she? What is she doing? <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love, I, love, I, love Rose. I love Amber Rose, but I'm just like, you know, I've never really heard her talk. I know. And I think Amber Rose really is the biggest hoe. her talk. You said what? I said I don't. I think Amber Rose is the biggest hoe, but you know. To each their own. We all have our own opinions, ladies and gentlemen. But, I mean, uh, she, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure she's not innocent, but it's like, ain't, ain't nobody running out there. Oh, uh, she's not innocent. Remember the whole walk? Like, let's be serious here. <laughs> it was, I think it's mainly like, she, I think the whole, whole the slut walk was basically her trying to get back at Kanye. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when he oh, made wow. that you already comment put him during out the there. Club, You stick your finger in his booty hole. Like you already put the nigga out there. Like you, you told us. But you, that was, you know, what I'm saying that was after. That was after. I'm saying before because she was so quiet. But he will always in interviews because I'm sure he had her sign an NDA. You know, okay, what I'm saying yeah. non-disclosure. And <laughs> so she wanted, she wanted like some kind of like, you know, what I'm saying where she couldn't really say nothing. But I guess with the whole thing with Khalifa, she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna tell it all." I'm like, "Cause I'm getting tired of your black ass." But anyway, yeah, Kevin McCall and Karuche. Karuche. Kevin McCall. <laughs> I'm going to just get into it. So according to the Dynasty, yeah. evidently someone pulled a gun on Kevin McCall with comments about Karuche Tran, and he told his Twitter followers about it. For quite some time now, K-Mac and Chris Brown have been embroiled in a bitter back and forth over their failed business relationship, and just recently, the Deuces singer decided to pull Breezy's ex into it. After she caught wind of the comments, Karuche told the Cali native to knock it off and since she's been pretty quiet, but it looks like Kevin is accusing her of sending someone to harm him. He added a crew chat on Twitter and said, you know them niggas who just tried to kill me, huh? They'll know what, what it's about, but it's going to get handled, he wrote. We don't do those. McCall wrote a lot more, too. On behalf of Karuche, you niggas who were scared of a head up and tried to sneak me and pop me, let's run it back fairly. That wasn't G. He tweeted, I was super low-key. Never pull out and not use it. My homie's turn now. God bless. What do you think about mm, that? Mm, mm. I think, hey, you never know. I mean, Karuche, Karuchi, Kochi, she looks to me like she could be, she could have some sneaky in her, in her, in her veins. 
You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's not about looks. You don't judge a book by its cover. But, shit, I can definitely see her doing something like getting a nigga shot at. You know what I'm saying? I can see that happening. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I don't really know because, I mean, I probably would have believed him if he wouldn't have wrote that single with the with the pacifier or whatever in, um, in, in the little kid's mouth, and he used that as his, his cover, his single for his album. Um, and then also, with that being said, he also made a song called Beirucci. Like, what are you doing? Seems to me like you hurting a little bit, like your feelings a little hurt. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe she was like, hey, I'm going back to Chris Brown. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what she ended up doing. <laughs> that's what she ended up doing or something. So, I don't I don't really know who's telling the truth. But, I mean, either one of us can be lying. How you feel about it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like he's definitely mad. Like, he could be telling the truth, but I just feel like yeah. it could be like he just pulled out all stops. And it's just like, nigga, why do you keep running to social media? Like, you just looking so, like, black, dog. Like, yeah. I just hate, like, I just hate that. Like, I hate when a motherfucker fall off and they just can't let it go. It's just like,
I can't see both sides. These are white supremacists that are trying to to, to start a riot in California uh, for, because in, in the protesters, they came like, nah, you ain't starting no riot right here, bitch, and they attacked them. They attacked right. nine men, one woman, ten people, nine, between the ages of 19 and 58 years old. Like, dude, it wasn't even clear how many people were still in the hospital after Sunday. I can't see both sides. They need to uh, go and ride on their bicycles and fall off their bicycles and get hurt somewhere and stop playing. Right. Like, that's crazy. Okay, but I, Even I a couple know, people so. tried to run up on the Capitol steps and were attacked. Yeah. That's good. That's what you need to be attacked. I think crazy like your mama ain't teach you right. <laughs> so I got it up. So here, here we go. According to ABC yeah. News, 10 people suffered stab wounds and other injuries on Sunday after members of a white nationalist group that planned to rally outside the California State Capitol building in Sacramento clashed with a larger group of counter-protesters, authorities said. The fight broke out when about 30 members of the traditionalist worker party gathering to rally around noon Sunday were met by about 400 counter-protesters. California Highway Patrol Officer George Granada said. Smaller fights broke out. Of the injured, two were taken to the hospital with critical stab wounds, but they're expected to survive. Police were investigating two across the half and outside the Capitol grounds, but no arrests have been made. The Sacramento Police Department said in a statement, the Capitol was on lockdown until protesters cleared the area. Videos from the melee posted on social media show thrown toward a man holding a stick and being shielded by police officers in a riot gear. A KCRA TV reporter and cameraman were calling the altercations and, produ- and protesters who shouted, no cameras, as they tried to grab their equipment and shove them away from the crowd. Sacramento Fire Department spokesman Chris Harvey said nine men and one woman ranging from 19 to 58 years old were treated for stab wounds, cuts, scrapes, and bruises. There was a large number of people carrying sticks and rushed to either get into the melee or see what was going on. That is, that's why. I don't know. I don't know. Hello? Angelica. Well, on to the next topic. Um, I'm going to talk about the airport uh, situation in Istanbul. Um, there was another serious attack. Um, I want to say it's up to 44 people that have been um, injured in this whole altercation. But Turkish officials have said strong evidence that the Istanbul airport attackers came to the country from the ISIS stronghold of Raqqa in Syria, and that ISIS leadership was involved in the planning of the attack. A senior Turkish government source told CNN on Thursday, officials believe the man identified by another Turkish official in state media as being from Russia, I don't know how you pronounce this name, Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan into Turkey about a month ago from Raqqa, bringing along with them the suicide vests and bombs used in the attack, the source said. And I want to say it was about 44 people that were injured in the in the whole altercation, which I think is crazy. Like, what is this world coming to? It's always going to be another situation. Like, I, I just, this whole ISIS, I, I really just hope it, it comes to the end at some point. You know, it's it's getting out of hand. It's really getting out of hand. But I want to get into the question of the day. Hello? I want to get into the question of the day. And the question of the day is, why isn't everyone successful what has happened to dreams? Firstly, I'm going to talk about that one. I'm going to get into the second one, which is what are signs of the ending of a relationship? With Angelica? <laughs> we are having technical difficulties again, you all. Bear with me. I'm so sorry. But as far as with 
I am going to start taking calls real soon as to our questions of the day. We do have two questions. They are, what happened to dreams? Why isn't everyone successful? And also, how do you know when your relationship is ending? Make sure that you give us a call. Let us know. How do you know when your relationship is at an end? And also, what happened to dreams? Why isn't everyone successful? Give us a call, y'all. Let us know what's going on. Hey, Jen. Hey, what Jen? what just happened? Hey. You know, I have no idea. It sounds like you went off and then came back on. It was extremely strange, but they were like, people were asking, like, in the, in the chat room, what happened to Jen? And I'm like, I have no idea. What the hell happened to my co-host? <laughs> You no, know, I don't know. Like, like, you, just, you just cut off, and I'm like, okay, is it still on? Because, you know, I can't see you that minute. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm just talking. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, Lord, here we go with the technical shit again. Ain't nobody going to this shit. Ain't nobody going to this shit no more. We are sorry. We are sorry. <laughs> we are, y'all. But, hey, shit happens. It's technology. So, like I was just right. saying, you guys, we have a call coming from a 414-0254 ending number. Let us know, you all. What happened to dreams? Why isn't everyone successful? As well as, how do you know your relationship is at an end? And this is also the time to make your confession. So confess I'm going to get ready to answer that question. Yes, confess if you want to. Yes. 414 uh, is the beginning area code, and the last four digits of the phone number is 0254. You are on the air. Hello? 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 Hi. 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 You are on the air. Answer that question today. How do you know uh, when your relationship is ending? Or uh, why is it mm-hmm. successful? What happened to dreams? Or give us your confession. I relationship is ending. Okay. Tell us. Um, well, I feel like a relationship is also a relationship that involves, you know, 50% like sexual compatibility and also, you know, that chemistry, right? Mm So um, I feel like your relationship is ending where when the chemistry is kind of falling and the sex is kind of not the same, I feel like your partner should kind of like have a little interest in what you're interested in. And I also got a little bit of a confession. Tell us that confession, girl. Um, well, I'm really into, like, the kinky stuff, you know, like, dildos. Oh, can I say it on the radio? Okay, wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, girl. <laughs> but I'm into stuff like that, you know. And I feel like the relationship is ending when my boyfriend, so-called, won't let me practice some of the things I like on him. No, I okay. uh, Well, thank you so much for that confession. <laughs> Um, you know, that was but what's not really so. interesting. Um, I think that you, you know I like nipple clamps. Well, I think that it's to each his own. You know, everybody has their own sexual preferences in the bedroom. And I feel well, like you know, if you when they don't let you put their nipple clamps on you. Boom. The okay, nipple what? Well, thank you. The nipple clips. Well, thank you so much, Mrs. Uh, 0254, phone number ending. Um, she's off the air right now because, obviously, she doesn't – her boyfriend don't let her put nipple clips on her. <laughs> that is so um, – we, we supposed to be – you can't be mad at him. It, it, sounds like, it sounds like you a whole lot of freaking – you know, he just likes the regular missionary hit it from the back. He want to eat it every right. now and then. You, you know, know what I'm saying? He's not into, he's not with the toys. And I, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not with the toys. I could deal with some toys. I'm not, no, what we need a, <laughs> what we need a dildo for the money. You know, and, and then you want to use wow, well, you that's got like, <laughs> All right, y'all, we do have another caller calling in from a 919 area code, 9726 is the ending of their phone number. Would you like to tell us your confession or answer one of the questions of the day? You are on the air. Hi. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Okay. Well, I guess they're not on the air. 
Um, we have a call coming in from a 414 um, area code, 9130. Let us know. It's the last one. They just ending of the phone number. Let us know. How do you know when your relationship is ending or why isn't everyone successful? What happened to dreams? Or give us your confession. You are on the air. Ooh, or not. I guess that person just hung up. <laughs> I, I think, don't, don't they, like, let you know when they want to talk or no? No, not over here. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? It's all good. Jim, while we're at it, why don't you tell us what happened to dreams? Why isn't everyone successful, Jim? I don't know specifically because if I knew what happened to dreams, I would be rich as fuck right now. Why am I not successful? (laughs) I I can't. I can't. I can say, speaking personally for me, um, I think – you know, like you were saying earlier, life gets in the way sometimes. When you're younger and you're living at home, you know what I'm saying, and you don't have any bills besides the cell phone bill and, you know, your big sister's paying for it. Like, right. You know, you can sit and dream about all that shit, but it's like when, when life hits you and it's like, you know, choose between going to class and going to work, even though you work at a minimum wage job, that's not going to get you anywhere. You decide to go to work. I, I think it, it has to do with it. You know, a lot of times, too, a lot of times with successful people, they have this mentality. It's like nothing's going to break them down. And for most of us, including me, I'm looking like right now. It's hard to look in the future when you have so much going on in your life that you aren't accomplishing and a lot that you want to do. What do you think about for you? Um, well, as far as why is it everyone successful, what happens to dreams? I can only say for our generation, I'm young. I'm 25 years old. You're 25 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, we still got a whole lot of time to be successful. You know, we got a lot of time to still get it popping. We got a lot of time. Hell, if we wanted to go go ahead and go to school for a whole entire bachelor's degree right now, just starting, we'd still be set because by the time we graduate from school, we'd be 29 years old. We won't even hit 30. And could be making $6,000 a year right at that moment. And that's all I'm saying. I think that's dope. However, don't get me wrong, I also feel as if, you know, if you want to be successful, you got to work hard. You got to do what you're doing. You can't sit up there and be bullshitting the whole time. You know what I'm saying? You got to really make an effort to go out there and do what you're doing. You know, you yeah. can't sit up there and depend on everybody else. You got to do this for you. You got to do this for yourself. You can't depend on everybody to come out there and do it for you. So if you're trying to be successful, you better you better go out there and do it. Are you gonna get a bunch of motherfuckers talking about you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like hell yeah, hey, you motherfuckers do you a favor, but they will be so quick to throw that shit in your face. Like just hell yeah, you I don't am. know. You don't know what I'm saying. That's two hundred dollar bill, no. <laughs> you said what? I said, I am. You remember when I just paid that $200 bill? No. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But tell me, John, how do you feel like, you know, when, well, I don't know if you actually know, but how do you know when, like, your relationship is ending? This is one of our questions of the day. This is one of the questions I would like for people to, to, to call and speak on. But, John, as far as you go, you know, you we both had a few relationships in our past. You know, we're pretty young still. How do you know when your relationship is ending? You okay. trying to make me sound okay. like a thought. Like, I've not had No, I'm not. I'm not real going to relationship. Like a John has a past. John and I've told my partner this. <laughs> you know, he knows. Um, <laughs> but I, I would say this is my first real relationship, so I, I really wouldn't know, like, as far as what what – when I stopped talking to people, I think it was more so like we were just losing interest. But I would think in a real-life relationship, I think it's when you are – you can no longer deal with each other. It's just like, you know, your most of your conversations are always arguments. You know, you're picking with each other. You're looking outside the, the situation, you know, as far as, like, infidelity. I mean, it's just like a total, like, unhappiness. Like, at the point I am in my life, my life and my relationship is nowhere near perfect, but it's just like I love coming home. You know what I'm saying? Like, my house is, like, solid. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love being around, like, because I'm gay. I love being around my my partner, my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just just a different feeling. Like, I feel like when I'm coming home, I'm getting away from my life. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. when your relationship's coming to an end and you're with that person, it's the opposite. It's like you want to stay out, you want to get home late, you know, you're finding reasons to do whatever. I don't know. What What do you think about for you? Well, I'm married. You know, I've been okay. married for yes. two years now, but my relationship yes. is a 10-year relationship. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of scuffs and, and endings and beginnings and stuff like that throughout our lifetime. I feel like you know when your relationship is ending, when, uh, you know, disrespect start coming in, when you're you're getting disrespected for, you know, just doing what you do best, trying to, trying to live life, trying to be a good person. You're just being disrespected, called verbally, mentally, and physically abused, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say these are the things that I went through in my relationship. I'm just trying to see I've seen things, you know, and I know when people, relationships need to come to an end. You know what I'm saying? You hear things and you know. You know, but, yeah, when a man is being verbally abusive, when he don't give a damn about your, you, yeah. your opinions or what I, you're I, talking I about. That's definitely, that's definitely what it is. When, it, when the respect, like when you feel like a motherfucker is not yep. respecting you, like it's, it's, <laughs> yep. it's over. It's just like. Why? Why am I here? Like I can, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Feel bad. How long? I don't have to be with you talking shit, worried about you know what I'm saying all the bullshit. <laughs> like you, and you know what I'm saying? Like don't get me wrong. Like because it's, I feel like a relationship. One thing my sister had told me, like my big sister, she's told me that's always stuck with me. You are two totally different people, and you learn to coexist. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all come from two totally different backgrounds. I'm going to use me and my boyfriend, for example. You know what I'm saying? He's light-skinned. I'm dark-skinned. I'm from up north. He's a southern boy. I have a little bit of Caribbean in me. He's a southern black man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's different. We have different experiences, but we're just trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather just eat some hot shit, some fried shit. You know what I'm saying? He want to bring the dressing in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just different. It's, it's different. Like, like, everything is we are so different, but we love each other so much that it. I feel like we're just trying to. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm making it. Well, we don't. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, if y'all don't get it, then it ain't meant for you to get, honestly. <laughs> but we 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 are going to take one last call for for today. Our call is going to come from a four one four area code. O eight three three is the last four digits of that phone. Uh, number either tell us your confession or tell us how do you how do you know when your relationship is ending? You are on the air. How you doing? Hello. How y'all doing? Hello, how y'all doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. I just wanted to answer your questions. How do you well, know when um, your relationship is ending? I feel like uh, it's kind of like the same way you know when a relationship is starting. You know, you feel things. You know, everything is about Excuse feeling and emotion. Can you turn your TV down? No, your speaker is actually echoing. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it gone? Is it gone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's gone. And, um, I was saying, like, um, it's kind of like how, you know, a relationship is starting. You know, you feel things. You feel the the sparks, what people say. You know, you feel that, that warmth when you're talking to that person. And as the relationship is ending you stop feeling that. And it's a scary feeling, it's a sad feeling, because you don't know how to make yourself stop feeling it anymore. You know, it's it's something that only you can feel, you and the other person can feel. You can't explain it, you can't describe it, you can't, it's unbearable almost, you know, and especially when you love the person, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking to know that the person that you love isn't feeling the same for you anymore. So I feel like that's how you know. When you start feeling that cold chill of, end, then that's when you know. And don't try to be, you know, trying to save it because, I mean, you can try to save it, but don't try to the point where there's nothing left and you know it, you know. Don't keep pushing at it because it's only going to get worse. I feel yeah, like that's true. everything is through cycles. you got to go through it. Life gives you punches and you take them or you can fall down and be knocked out, but time is going to go whether you with it or not. So hey. it, it's coming to an end. Try and save it before you both get hurt. You know, if you can't save it, then save yourself. So. You are. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so I much agree. for that phone call. That was a good one. That was awesome. That was really good. That was really, really, yeah. really good. Um, yeah. You guys, what we're going to do is that was our last call for tonight. 
what we are going to do is tell you all our confessions. But, I mean, those were really good. We didn't have any confessions from anyone tonight, but please do not be afraid to email us your confessions. Yeah. You if, if you're not comfortable with talking, if you think somebody's going to recognize your voice, definitely email us. What's the email address? Yes, and we will tell it all. It yes. is confession, C-O-N-F-E-S-S-I-O-N, the number two, and then us at gmail.com. And you can also sign up on our blog talk radio and write any confessions in the typing area. Um, tell us your confessions, you know. But, Jen, I would like to see. Did you want to tell your confession first this evening, or would you like me to tell my confession first? Well, I mean, I feel like I can tell my confession first because, I I mean, is yours serious? Because mine isn't. It's not. It's just something I've been thinking for a while, but I'm really, like, real life not to start Dealing. You know, mine is a little bit serious, so I'm going to let you okay, go ahead so I'll and go say confession first. first. I'll, I'll go ahead and get mine out the way, you know, some lightheartedness. And, but, you know, I'm about to get real black in here. You know, not saying like I'm <laughs> not saying that I've never, you know what I'm saying, like not tried to act like I wasn't who I am or anything like that. But I definitely feel like in my life when I'm uh, around people of other cultures, I definitely try to make them feel more comfortable. But I am not a person that is intimidating. I don't feel like there's no way that you should be intimidated. I mean, if you are, it's just it's your ignorance. I mean, it's your stupidity that will make you that way. But so give I, us an example. Like, what you butter, mean? You know, I'm going to change my tone. I'm going to stop being so light with motherfuckers. If I feel a certain kind of way, I'm going to say it. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's, too, it's 2016. Like, you know, it's just it's something I've been feeling for a while. Like, I am so proud of where we're going as a people and we can only go up, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just something that's in me. It's just like my blackness has to be shared with the world. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I, like, I'm being so serious right now. Like it's, it's just, it's just something I've been really even thinking about lately, but I'm definitely going to start getting more black out here if you get what I'm saying. Uh, so right. what's your confession, Julie? Be yourself. Right. Well, exactly. I don't really have a quote-unquote confession. Confession. Um, I have okay. been pretty sad. This has been a crazy, crazy week. Literally, just this week alone. I mean, well, last week I found out my very good friend, um, who she used to be my mentor, my manager. She was more like a big sister, mother figure to me. She found out she had breast cancer, which spread out in both her breasts, right and left, spread out to her limbs and her arms, and so um, she she's. Yesterday, she actually was figuring out what what she's trying to do as far as chemo or what type of uh, treatment she'll be um, able to receive. And I missed her call yesterday, you know, and I tried to call her back and her phone was off. So that got me a little nervous. Um, I haven't tried to call her back today because I did leave her a voicemail so I had to give me a call. But I'm sure with everything that's going on with her, it's just a travesty. You know, I'm I'm sure she's an absolute mess. But I really do love her, y'all. I mean, she taught me how not to be scared to tell people no, how not to. And, I mean, I know that's something that your mom's wants to do, but this woman really has taught me how to tell my, ask my manager for a raise, how to not be scared to be a supervisor in a, in a management position. She gave me that opportunity, you know. And then also a woman, I've been working at a job for about a year and a half now, probably a little bit okay. longer now. And um, a woman uh, that I used to, my desk was right next to her. I actually wanted her desk because it was bigger than mine. She passed away, and it was really sad. She passed away last week, and her funeral was yesterday. And it was just really sad, you know, um, all my coworkers, management. She's been at the company for over 20-some years. She was 55. She died from a kidney transplant. And it was really devastating just to see somebody so young with such a kind heart, beautiful soul, as humble as she was, pass away like that. So these are my, my confessions, as you know. I just, if they're not confessions, I just want you all to pray for their family. You know, and mm-hmm. just really try and, 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 you know, if you guys have an extra two seconds, just, hey, pray for Angel Vandrina people. You know what I'm saying? That would be just fine because God knows what you mean and where your heart is. And I'm a Christian, so I'm going to rub God all day. Me too. Um, me too. <laughs> um, with that being said, y'all, I would like to also just say before we end the show, if you know somebody who needs resumes, tweets, uh, created or needs some job resources, Cover letters, reliable references, etc. Contact Rice Resumes by looking up Rice Resumes on any social media site for more information. And in the Milwaukee area, if you know anybody who needs some type of 
cleaning service, whether it's building-wise, um, elderly health, in just a house, you need a, a full clean-out, or even companies, building, um, anything like that, contact Angela's Cleaning Business. Um, that phone number is 414, excuse me, that phone number is 414-897-0833. They are looking for clients. They do have availability right now, and they're an amazing company. I've actually had them work for my property myself, and I can say in a week, you'll be amazing what that woman can do. So, um, John, before we end the show, is there anything else that you would like to say or anything No, I just want to thank everybody who has tuned in. Like, it's been a long time, and I'm so happy that, you know, this early on, everybody's being supportive. I just want y'all to, yes. to ride with us. Right now, we're still working out the kinks. You know, but I yes. feel like this show is the beginning of something great. You know, it feels good to be back doing what we used to do. You know what I'm saying? Just talking. Yeah. You know, it's just. Enjoying life. Absolutely. Well, thank Yes, and thank you all again. This is Confession Session. Thank you, you guys so can much. Catch us next week, July 8th at uh, 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 East. Eastern. Central. Yep, yep. Yes, yes. And I'm your host once again, Angel Vandrina. And I'm Jean. And you are listening and to Confession Session. Session. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a good night. Bye, y'all. Thank you. We are Milwaukee. This is the place we love. I'm Carol Meekins. And I'm Steve Shamraz. It's our job to bring you local news. Even when that news is not good. And while there are issues we all need to face, we don't have to face them alone. We know there are problems to solve. But we'll solve them as a community. Because we are Milwaukee. Where we fight the good fight. And where we don't shy away from the truth. Today's TMJ4. We are Milwaukee. This is the place we love. I'm Carol Meekins. And I'm Steve Shamraz. It's our job to bring you local news. Even when that news is not good. And while there are issues we all need to face. We don't have to face them alone. We know there are problems to solve. But we'll solve them as a community. Because we are Milwaukee. Where we fight the good fight. And where we don't shy away from the truth. Today's TMJ4.